Robbie Hart? Oh man, I heard what happened to you at your wedding. That was so cold. You must have felt like crap. No, it felt real good. Thanks for bringing it up, man. Hey, my parents died when I was 10. Would you like to talk about that? No, why would I want to talk about that? I don't know, especially when you could listen to this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. <laughs> Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I'm your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the master singer, interrupter powers. <laughs> hey, friend Psycho, we're not going to discuss this, okay? It's over. Please get out of my Van Halen t-shirt before you jinx the band and they break up. Oh, this is because I didn't marry you. Partly. <laughs> also for this discussion of the, I know I got the line wrong. For this discussion of the film, The Wayne Singer, we welcome back aboard Administrative Officer Ashley Cronenbitter. Hey, everybody. Hey. hey. I think you're not going to be Cronenbitter for much longer, right? No. I mean, something is happening soon, and it's going to be different. Oh, okay. I, I think it might be a last name that people might have heard before. Oh, interesting. Is this a theme? Oh, you know what? This is a wedding singer. There's a, lots of weddings. Maybe it has something to do with that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll have to pay attention to next time Ashley's on to see to sort of see if you sussed it out correctly, good listener. But thank you for being here, Ashley. And we are now going to continue on with the show as I peruse my notes. Now they have a quick flyby of who we are. Paul, can you give us a quick overview, overview of the production specs for the wedding singer? Well, the wedding singer, not the wedding ringer. See, I'm yeah. listening, right? Good. Okay, I'm glad good. You're listening. The Wedding Singer is a musical based on the 1998 film that was released on Broadway in 2006. It was nominated for the Tony Awards for Best Musical. If like this. What is going on? Oh, speaking of singing, check this out. What the heck is this about? I just want to stop you in your tracks because Paul, what? The Wedding Singer from 1998. Oh, the movie. Yeah, the movie. Oh, that Paul. would have been helpful if you brought that to my attention yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold on. All right. The Wedding Singer was released February 13th, 1998. That one? Yes. Okay, one. good. It's a Valentine's movie. It is. It runs an hour and 37 minutes and is rated PG-13. It's directed by Frank Korak. Karachi. Karachi? Don't Karachi? come after me, Frank, you and your buddies. I know about you. It was Whoa. written by Tim, one of his buddies. Curly? <laughs> yeah, sure. And it was uh, with lead stars being Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, and Christine Taylor. Haven't uh -huh. seen her in a while. And the music was composed by Teddy Castellucci. Are you ready for the box office trivia? I am ready. Ashley, are you ready? Go. Yeah. And those of you not watching live, feel free to join in too, except no one's watching live. Go for it, Paul. All right. The Wedding Singer was made for about $18 million and earned about, or actually over $123 million in the box office. Well done, Wayne Singer. Given this and the fact that it was released theatrically in 1998, how high in the box office do you think it ranks among the movies released in 1998? We'll go with the top 50. All right, Ashley, what's your guess? 
Gosh, I'm having trouble trying to figure out. Was 98 the year Titanic came out? No, 97. Okay. Because wow, you're good. I was going to say, if it, if it came out the year Titanic came out, it was in trouble. Yeah. But 98, I don't recall there being a ton of big, big movies that year. So if we're going out of top... Saving Private Ryan would argue with you. Yes, yeah. yes. I've never seen that movie, sadly. Or Godzilla. The, the same demo. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, same Private Ryan and Wayne Singer, yeah. Yeah, same, same demo. But let's say, if we're going out of 50, let's go with 22. 22, okay. Nice. Uh, my guess is going to be a little higher than that. I'm going to guess 13. Okay. Uh, Paul Bobo has 42. Oh, yeah. Bobo always has 42. So good job, Bobo. If it ends up being 42, what was it? Paul? It actually came in at 30. 30. Okay. So, Ashley, good congratulations. Job, Ashley. Oh, I, I, I like winning things. And yeah. I definitely feel like I won a prize recently. But All right. Good Aww. captain. Tell her what she's won. <laughs> You've won an all expense paid trip to a wedding <laughs> where there's going to be a singer. <laughs> uh, not really. Just well, a, nah. There'll be music. Anyway. Oh, my word. Yes, there will be some wedding humor in, throughout this, uh, you awesome listener. Uh, but thank you for those factors, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind melt or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we'll get into once Alice has located our target film. Take it away, Alice. Alert. Alert. Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis Robbie Hart was the best wedding singer around. Hey, somebody get some pants on that kid! Until he got stood up at his own wedding. I'm about to marry a wedding singer? That could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Now, he's met his dream girl. Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. You like her? No, I don't. The Wedding Singer. You are the worst wedding singer in the world. Sir, one more outburst. I will strangle you with my microphone wire. Rated PG-13. Starts Friday, February 13th. Yeah, I don't know about that, Robbie. I have some memories of him, and maybe you guys do too, but let's see what our collective memories were in our Memory Mind Melt synopsis for The Wedding Singer. An 80s-obsessed Billy Madison is a moderately successful wedding singer looking forward to his own upcoming wedding. When his fiance ditches him, the water boy, oh my gosh, the water boy gets roped into helping plan Josie Grossi's. Is that never been kissed? Yes. yes. Ah, okay. Josie Grossi's wedding, and they develop a crush on each other. Happy Gilmer follows Olive, the other reindeer, to Vegas to stop her wedding, only to encounter her on the plane. He sings about growing old with her, so they do. Yeah, that was definitely. Deceptive. I mean, because Josie, all these people weren't in this movie. I don't know what characters these were. Not at all. Drew Barrymore or Adam Sandler. But based on those memories, as flawed as they were, what range did they lead you to predict for this film before rewatching it? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? I'm going to start with Paul this time. I predicted classic. Classic. How about you, Ashley? Classic. Classic. I also predicted classic. Whoa. So it's this has a high bar uh, to fill, and let's see if it... Uh, Meets we that. just reviewed 51st Dates. Are we sure with these predictions? Well, yeah, but this came before that. So yeah. Maybe All right. We'll, we'll see. And this was the whole reason why they even made 51st yeah, Dates, because yeah. of the chemistry between the two leads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Without this, it would have never been made. Exactly. That's true. So maybe there's, maybe there's good reasons to like it. In fact, let's talk about the things we liked about the Wayne Singer. Uh, let's spin up our... Best three. 
And let's start with Ashley. What's one thing you really liked about this film, Ashley? I feel like the film did a really good job of convincing you that it was set in the 80s. I really enjoyed the costume design Mm -hmm. and the music and the set design. All the props. All the props. Exactly. It really made you feel like you were part of the 80s environment Mm -hmm. and the jokes about when Glenn comes and he talks about it's a CD player, it plays CDs and they wanted to play a record. It was like really cool that that was a prop piece and it made me chuckle. And all of these things that I didn't experience because I grew up in the nineties. So seeing this movie and seeing all these references, I would always ask my mom when I would watch it with her, is this, is this, is there any truth to this? And sometimes she would be like, Yes, yes, but. Yes, yeah. the CDs yeah. are a yes, but. Because I don't think at that time, I don't remember them calling them CDs. They call them compact, compact discs. discs. Yeah. Because yes, yeah. That's, that's, right. that's like nobody calls it an like a laser disc an LD because it didn't catch on with the popularity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we know CDs, but back then he would have said compact, compact disc. disc. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. I never think about that. But uh, I, I feel like so few, just to... to a bandwagon on that. I feel like so few films, uh, there, there seems to be like nowadays, we're recording this 2022. The last few years has been such an 80s craze. Like yeah. that's all in cult, pop culture. I think Stranger Things had, was a big part to play in that. But I feel like this movie uh, it captured the 80s so well. And it was only like a, yeah. a decade post it. So yeah. it's pretty. I, yeah, it wasn't all accurate, but I still feel like it it's really... It's one of the few movies that I think that actually does. Exactly. It, yeah. did, it, it did it justice, and it yeah. was just a fun time travel piece, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It was it, fun like traveling a, back and visiting that time. It's almost like a period piece. Yeah. Exactly. It, it is, definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, Paul, what would you say did the most justice well, about this movie for you? Well, not the most Not the most, just. Yeah. Some some but justice. Some speaking of eighties, I thought it was really great to have Billy Idol in there to cameo. It would have yes. been now. It almost made it almost made a dislike that he's like ten to fifteen years older than yeah. he was back then. In fact, they show a music video of what he looked like yes. then, and then you're like, "Is this his dad?" Well, <laughs> I think they show him like drinking a lot, so he's yeah. supposed to look like he's wasted. So but yes, says. it was great to have him in the film. Yes. I and in fact, I I wish that they could have had another cam a little more cameos in there. Yeah, but it was great to have him in there. I think. If I read trivia right, he was originally supposed to be played by David Lee Roth. Oh, that would have been cool, too. But they, I guess, couldn't get him. So they did because the guy who defends him on the plane, who says no one talks to Billy Idol that way. The script said no one talks to uh, David Lee Roth Roth that way. So nice. But uh, I think I I have more appreciation for Billy Idol just because of this film. I don't really know (laughs) if I listened to his music before that. Uh, Something I liked, though, not having anything to do with Billy Idol's music was um, I thought, I thought they set up Glenn really well as someone you really just don't want to see with Julia. Oh yeah. So many, so many romantic comedies have like the, the main love, the female love interest or even the male love interest for that matter, being with someone that they like and they just like sort of like, Oh, we're in a nice relationship and it's okay. And there's no real reason that they should, that he or she shouldn't be with the other one. Or he's like a complete villain with no good, good yes. redeeming qualities yeah. about him. Exactly. Right. But, this guy's at least handsome and rich. Yes, he's <laughs> handsome and rich. Yes, he has that going for him for sure. But he's like womanizing and all that. So um, so I think they do a good job of... And the way he treats uh, 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 Robbie yeah. later and Julia just says... I just like only wanted to stay with her because... Uh, she doesn't. He doesn't want to break up, and he can trust her because you know he 
she, he didn't have money before her. Yeah. So I, I think they set him up as a believable villain that wasn't like over the top, like you were right. saying, Paul, or wasn't just this nice guy that I'm sad that he doesn't end up with anyone just because someone better came along. Right. So, That's true, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have more to speak on that. Oh, in, nice. right. not not in this section, but oh wow, oh on fine. the complete reversal. But I'll fine. have something to talk to later. Well, I mean, he was. Let well, me guess. You don't like Don Johnson either, because <laughs> <laughs> no, he was dressed up as yeah, yeah. him in the movie. Well, yeah. But but Ashley, you like being the Beast. He's a regular guest on this character. Come on, move it along. <laughs> <laughs> fine, we'll move along to something else. Ashley liked. Well. Glenn being a side character, he really didn't do much for me, mm -hmm. but other side characters in yes. this movie were just so delightful. I really loved how they incorporated such a menagerie of different side characters from Sammy, the limo driver, and he actually had character development. You usually yeah. don't see that in Adam Sandler movies with, with the secondary characters having any kind of growth, any kind of Absolutely, character yeah. to them, except for like maybe a punchline or something like that. So it was really nice having that and the character of Rosie, this lovely, adorable oh, older woman that... Yeah was taking singing lessons oh, with Adam Sandler I want to see you. and it was just so delightful. Even the yeah. character of, of Holly, Julia's cousin, uh -huh. she was like a Madonna wannabe yeah, and yeah. seeing Christine Taylor was really nice. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I, I even liked other characters that were one notes and they just popped up. Like, yeah. well, before you get to those, I, those characters that you mentioned, usually you only see them in one kind of scene. So it was nice exactly. to see them throughout the film. Yeah, and you actually saw them in different in different settings as well because yeah. it wasn't just the wedding venue at the reception hall. Right. You saw them in different areas of their life, helping yeah, Julia yeah. plan her wedding mm -hmm. and going on double dates and hanging out together. So yeah. to have that development of side characters, it was unusual to see, but mm -hmm. I was along for that ride and they were very believable characters. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. How did you feel about the Julia's mom? Because I feel like she was, she made sense as a mom, but well, I don't yeah, because like, it's yeah. Ross and Monica's mom. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. but I'll have the same actress and yeah, like, it's, it's Angelic, the same role. What yeah. is her name? Uh, Christine Pickles is that that's the a, actress's that name? Right. Yeah, that's Tommy's mom. Right. I know Christine Pickles was in this. I'm not sure if that's who. No, it was, that's but. that's the mom because okay. she was she was Ross and Monica's mom mm -hmm. on yeah. Friends. Mm -hmm. But I'll have more to speak okay. about her. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Billy. <laughs> not, not not Billy, Billy Adam. The, no one the, talks Glenn, about Glenn. Yeah. I'll have you. things to say on the flip side. All but right. who's the, Billy? Billy Idol is not, oh, oh, okay. I'm like, Sorry. no one talks no, to Glenn. Billy Idol that way. No, yeah. it's it's Glenn, not Billy. But yeah. there's but in defense of these characters, I feel like they were really well rounded and enjoyable. Yeah. Well, that's because they keep eating lots of carbs. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Paul. No, it's nice to see those. I agree with that. Absolutely. Um Let's see. Uh, what else was agreeable for you, Paul? Well, this might be somebody's classic maker, but I really enjoyed the chemistry between Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. I, it's a real uh, uh, a positive note for me on that one. Yeah. And I'm sure other people might say more about that later. Maybe. Maybe they will. But I really, I don't know what this, <laughs> we've, this is like the third or fourth Drew Barrymore movie we've, we've reviewed. And is it's. It? Ever after, fifty first dates. Oh, this is yeah. at least the third, if not more. Third e e e e So, so maybe the, more. Yeah. I guess you'll have to do Never Been Kissed. Just get all of those rom coms knocked yes. out. Yes. Yeah. But I she's just delightful. Like have, in, we haven't done Charlie's Angels. No, there's one that she's not as delightful because that's not her character. Well, yeah, no. Yeah. So I just yeah. okay. 
So you just like Drew Barrymore? Uh, well, you like their the chemistry. chemistry with Adam yeah, Sandler, would you? Yeah. Did you feel like their chemistry in this one was better than in Fifty First Dates? It's as a their best chemistry yeah. between this blended and yeah, it set it set the stage for all those mm -hmm. movies to come. Yeah. And obviously, like because it did so well and they were so natural together, mm -hmm. they thought that, that let's look at lightning in a bottle and see if we can do it again. Yeah. And do you think it? So I, I, think I was it's the writing. I was looking. This was written by different someone else in Fifty First Days, but it yeah. was the same writer as like Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, lots of oh interesting. Adam there's other movies yeah. even after this. Yeah. Um. Even all the way up to like the Hateful Eight or not the yeah I know or, which one you're talking yeah, about the, the Western know. Netflix the yeah yeah never it. never no idea. Um. So it's just interesting that. It seems a good work. Well, so well this time. Do any of you have a sense, either of you, because I think you're both on the same page there, as am I, as to why this one seemed to work better? Was it just a matter of the writing or these characters? You know, this is, I I, I have a sense that the studio is more involved, maybe because Drew was more involved. Oh. And so they, they had a little more, at least that's what it seemed like, because it is pulled back from a lot of the other Adam Sandler movies that don't do as well. Yeah. And something else that I was reading, I didn't realize this. Again, IMDb trivia, grain of salt. Apparently Carrie Fisher did a, a doctoring of this script oh. and she was really working on the Julia character and made her a lot more just flat, not fleshed out, but just more real, I guess. And so. she felt real. Yeah. Both yeah. characters Absolutely. felt incredibly real. And I yeah. think that's why you're rooting for them yeah. because mm -hmm. that chemistry was there and it didn't feel like they were exaggerated yeah. characters. Like in so many of those quintessential Stanler, Sandler movies, mm -hmm. everyone just feels like a character caricature of a real yes, person. Yes, 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 yes. And in this movie, it was not that way at all. So yep. there's your answer, Francisco. Thank it's you. all Princess Leia's <laughs> Script Apparently, she didn't need Obi-Wan Kenobi this time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, speaking of the characters and the believability, I, I thought Am Sandler just was able to pull off um, heartbrokenness and still be comedic so well in this, yeah. uh, especially yeah. during his. the So they set up the whole movie with this first wedding performance that sort of sets the characters up. And then he gets uh, stood up at the altar. And then he does a wedding right after that. And he's just like. He's so broken of spirit, and but he just, I feel like he just exudes that so well, just tries to struggle through like uh, this thing. I forget what the song was for that one. Do you remember? He did a couple songs. He like, did. He he um, did. He, try, he tried doing a version of Madonna's Holiday. Yeah. He's like, Holiday. But then after <laughs> that, it was like an anti-love yeah, song. Yeah, he was singing, love yes. stinks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And he, he basically, and it was comedic because he was like, I'll never find love. These people will never find yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he totally like got all defensive and mm -hmm. yeah. So I, I just thought he pulled that off really well. I, I didn't feel at any moment that he was uh, chewing up the scenery or just being uh, not breaking the fourth wall, but being just overboard or something. So you believed him. Yes. I believed what he was going through and I believed him as a character for sure. So that's my other like. All right, with that, guys, I think it's time to get to, into our classic makers, the things we loved most about The Wedding Singer. Ashley, I'm going to start with you. What did you love most about this film? Okay, so it is related to what Paul said, but it is not necessarily the same exact thing. 
Okay. Um, so their chemistry was so believable, but what I appreciated about this film and what just tugged at my heartstrings was the wholesomeness of their love story between, between Robbie and Julia, how it was just so innocent and it started as a friendship and it just blossomed into something so much more. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it was just so believable because a person could go through something like that and have this friendship foster and create this beautiful love story. And it was just so sweet and mm-hmm. innocent. And all they did was kiss. It was so nice to have a rom-com that didn't have too many phys- too much physicality to yeah, it. It was yeah. really nice to have a wholesome movie because I got exposed to this movie when I was rough. Well, I was about 11 the first time I saw mm-hmm. this movie. And even though it's rated PG-13, I don't think it was bad to have seen it at such a young age because the two leads had such a wholesome relationship. And Mm. barring some language, I feel like this was a movie that you could watch with your family. And fun fact, I do watch this with my family. We watch it about every year because it is my mother's favorite Sandler movie. Mm. It's one of my favorite Sandler movies and we can actually quote it because oh, we've cool. seen it so many times. So okay. yeah. Go ahead and quote the whole movie right now. Not going to happen, oh, but man. yes, the wholesomeness of their love story. It's believable. It's beautiful. It's sweet. It makes you smile. And there's moments that you will well up and cry. Yeah. I'm going mean, to have to we're gonna disagree. Have to, yeah. We're going to have to review office space so I can get that sound clip and just play it. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Cause there, don't you have enough few- with your arms for Schneider? The Aren't past- these enough for your vengeance? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I'm actually going to have to agree with you, actually. But it's oh, for wow. my classic maker, it's actually going um, toward the tail end of their romance. And I just, I adored how Robbie's telling all the first class people this story about what's going on. And they just are, they, they, he starts telling, the, yeah. They're so up. engaged in yeah, this story. They, they, they got nothing else better going on well, in first but, class. But still, it's just so sweet that they all want to help him. Yeah. And Billy Idol's like, right, yeah. It's just, it's just, I just love that sort of, yeah, uh, yeah something <laughs> like that, Sandlot. Um, I just, I really adored that and that he sings the song and then you have this sense toward the end that uh, Billy Isles like, I'm going to tell those record company guys about you. And so that you sort of know that they're, he's going to be able to go on and do his dream job. And I, oh. I just thought that was really, really cool. Um, so that is my classic maker. Paul, you disagree with us about something, yes. but is that your classic maker having to do with that? No, my classic maker is the opening like that Ashley brought forth. This is just all the 80s uh, references. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan of the 80s. I'm one of those that love the 80s. So if you don't love the 80s, it's, it's watch out for this movie. There's a lot of references. But just everything that you were saying, the commercials, the clothes. I mean, they even have the DeLorean in there. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. With that, with the DMC scratched out or something. They didn't I have did, it out on the fender. That make, yeah, now that you say that, that's right. That but is it, it is iconic. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't mistake that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So just I loved all the references, the commercials, the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, it's time to make the donuts. I already made the donuts. I remember that commercial. Oh my gosh, that's weird. (laughs) Before my time, but it was it was beautiful nostalgic. Well, you remember from this movie, right? Yes, that's (laughs) the whole context I have. Yes, awesome. Well, very cool, Paul. So the overall nostalgia was your classic maker. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. All right. Well, awesome guys. So many things that were great about this movie, and but I think it's time to talk about the things we didn't like. What? I forgot something else I liked, guys. I'm sorry. 
The Cellcast. The Cellcast, hosted by Jacob and Drew, review animated movies and TV shows discussing what they appreciate about the medium in whatever form it takes, whether it's traditional hand-drawn animated movies, claymation shorts, or CG 3D CGI series. Check out some animated reviews when you subscribe to The Cellcast at thecellcast.podbean.com. And don't forget, Cell is spelled with a single L and also with a C. Uh, at thecellcast.podbean.com. Wait, the cell cast only has one C? Is that for the cell or is that for the cast? As opposed to S E L L, it's C E L. Oh, okay. That's great. Um, <laughs> but what does that have to do with the wedding singer? Well, spelling lessons. Wasn't that. Oh, wait. We weren't reviewing spelling bee. No. Oh. And the wedding singer. Well, it, I mean, I, I think it's obvious to you, Paul, that Am Sandler voiced his own. Am Sandler Ernest and Eight Crazy Nights. Okay. And Drew Barrymore has done lots of voice acting work for animated stuff, including like Family Guy. Olive, She's done lots of voice. Olive the other reindeer. Yeah. She's Olive. I don't know what that is. It's a Christmas special. Go home and watch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I want Christmas. But so they're in animated things and Cellcast covers animated films. Wow. That's actually a very distant, remote, far stretched <laughs> connection you got there. Thank you. I worked very hard to make it so. <laughs> Sounds like you want something closer to home. Maybe some yes, trivia about please. the way Yeah. All right. Did you all realize that the butterfly jean jacket that Julia wears, or Drew Barrymore wears, throughout the movie belongs to Drew Barrymore herself? Oh. Director Frank Karaki, what did ah, you say? Ah, see, he's coming after you. Ah, yeah. Uh, liked her jacket and told her to wear it as part of her costume. So my question for you guys is, is there some apparel or accessory you have all you have already that you would want to be in a part of your character if you were in a film? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Do you have an answer? I do. Okay. I'm looking at it right now, actually. Um, so I am a pin collector and Wait, I pin like you pin pin, pin. Like P I N or P enamel pins. Oh, okay. So I, I collect enamel pins and my preferred way of displaying these enamel pins. I have a, what, what is called an Eda bag and you put the pins on display mm -hmm. and I have multiple Eda bags and I am never seen without these oh, just because yeah. it's a way for me to express my fandoms. That's and the see-through. So you could see the, exactly. the, the pins so in, you can in the see, bag. Yes, exactly. Okay, and I've got, and I've got pins from yeah. so many different fandoms. Like I've got beauty and the beast pins. I've got kingdom hearts pins. I've got star Wars pins and Disney pins. And I have had so many conversations with people that go, Oh, I love your pins. Where did you get them? And it's always been a conversation starter and it's just a way to express my interests. And yeah. I feel like it's, it's a thing a lot of people do, but I, I can't recall ever wanting to not be without these bags because mm -hmm. it's just fun to display Aww. these pins. That's awesome. Okay. So you would, your character would have your Eda bag. Yeah. My Eda bag with my fun enamel pins. Nice. How about you, Paul? So I don't have this particular thing, but I would like to wear a shirt that you don't, it just looks like a cool design. Mm -hmm. But if you look further, it says pauljpowers.com on it. <laughs> so I think I need to design that shirt somehow yes. and Dude. make yes. that. That Dude. would be fun. And on the back, say white text on black background. <laughs> or I hate white text on black background, something like that. Awesome, guys. What about you, Francisco? 
Um, that's a great question. I mean, I usually wear cuff jeans. I used to have this, my classic style that's in like the artwork for the podcast, which is this, these brown cargos and teal shirts. Oh yeah. Which I have long since not had for a long time. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything, uh, accessory wise. If only you had known this question earlier. That could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Wow. I mean, it's not oh. like you wear a Fitbit every day, but... Yeah, but so that's many, more recent. And so many people do that, so I guess that yeah, wouldn't be really unique exactly. to you. Yeah. I don't have a great answer other than I'd wear probably... A PaulJPowers.com t-shirt. <laughs> I would wear a PaulJPowers.com t-shirt. Cuff jeans. <laughs> yes, and cuff jeans. Exactly. Uh, either way, that's rock, great trivia, Francisco. Thank especially you, about... Uh, that's actually Drew's jacket. That's fun Yeah. Know. All right, let's find out what memories you, our Rad Rewinders, had about the wedding singer. Okay, let's start with, uh, let's have Ashley join us this time. Patrick Edward says, John Lovett's audition scene steals the show. He's losing his mind. I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> uh, Drake Tungsten says, do you really want to hurt me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> James Felix quotes... I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every word I have to say! Wow, it's amazing how James recorded that for us and sounds so much like Adam Sandler. Yeah, well, this is also what Alex Ortiz said. Julia's last name's gonna be Gulia. Julia Gulia, that's funny. Man, they both sound so much like Adam Sandler. It's fa fascinating. Incredible. And David Bobkey says, great soundtrack. That kid that Julia dances with who lifts her skirt up, he'd get me tooed so <laughs> fast now. Yeah. Probably some other things about this movie that don't hold up very well. I wonder what those things are. Oh, you know what? That's a great point, uh, Bobo. Let's talk about the things we didn't like about this film. In fact, let's spin a bower. Was three. All righty, let's start with, I'm actually going to start with Paul this time. What's something you didn't like about The Wedding Singer? Okay, this movie opens up with Adam Sandler singing, You Spin Me Right Round, Baby, baby right, right Round. round like a record now, baby. at the time, I don't remember being so taken back by this, but I, I'm going to blame Simon Cowell because that is yeah. just so hard to listen to now, just oh. his rendition of singing. Because oh, really? I love... I love um, this, the the people who sing it who, who sings it dead or alive dead, yes oh they do an amazing job Billy Idol does an amazing job I listen to it they're on my playlist uh -huh. and then I hear Adam Sandler and it's just not good oh, it's really? a great song I think he sings well but yeah I well know. like I said I didn't mind so that's why I'm blaming <laughs> Simon Cowell because of all these like oh I've heard better he's but, upped your expectations yeah, your, yeah. Your and so do these other okay. people and it's like oh why are you destroying a classic like, ah okay yeah. interesting okay yeah. so you just didn't so like so it just start the whole movie and the movie starts out that way mm. but it also kind of like gets you ready for like yeah. what's about to happen yeah, yeah but it's just a jolting start and it's yeah. the whole song he yes, sings it yes goes yes yeah. all right that's fair that's but fair. i do enjoy the not black text on back or white yes text i like the little background. glitter yeah yes, that was really nice that was a nice touch yeah um but uh i was gonna make a joke but i totally lost it so never mind that's a dislike for me that i forgot my joke ashley what's something you didn't like i mean did you did i know you you sing beautifully as lots of people who have heard you know um 
What was the singing something that bothered you? Nope. The singing didn't bother me in the least. I think wow. Adam Sandler actually has a pretty decent voice. He and does, and I do like his songs. Some no, but of his that, other that ones, I but agree with you. That, that song kind of falls flat because there's so many better versions of it. So I can't I think, okay. Yeah. I, I, I like, can't this agree isn't with Lady Land. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no. It's it's clearly not. But going to a completely different point that I made earlier about mm. side characters and enjoying oh, yeah. specific side characters. There mm -hmm. was one in particular that I really didn't enjoy. Mm -hmm. And and that was Julia's mom. Now, Christine Pickles. Oh, <laughs> you... You what and the wedding singer? I thought you were going to say Steve singer? Buscemi's character because no. he was so unlikable. <laughs> no. How does he become the wedding singer no, at the end? No, he was right. really unlikable, but his one-liners, ooh, I like her. Yes. And his yeah. little his little quips, like he was fun and to enjoy, but thank goodness he was only on the screen for a few minutes. Yeah, but his yeah. character was written that way. Yeah, his yeah. character was written that way, okay. and her mother... Just all the things that she said, like you could understand, like she cared about her daughter, mm -hmm, but the sure. way that she showed it was not great. Yeah. And Suggesting a fake pregnancy or saying like that girl's getting married. You're much prettier than her and she's getting married. I really did not like the character at all. And mm. having also written that way. Yeah. Also yes. written that way. And she was definitely unlikable. And Chris, is it Christine or Christina Pickles? I can't remember her name. Um, but she's a famous mom on the show Friends. She's a very talented actress, but I really did not like her character. Mm. And she portrayed Christine. her in a... Oh, Christine? No, well, it's Christina. Okay, Christina Pickles. She, her character was very unlikable, but she did a great job with it. I just do not like the character. Yeah. And I, I really didn't appreciate how she was saying how... I, sh I shouldn't have married your essentially saying she shouldn't have married her father for all the same reasons that she's telling Julia to marry Glenn. Exactly. But he's saying she's saying that Glenn's a keeper. I'm like, you're saying. Yeah. Well, and make she's sense. saying that he's better. At least yeah. That she knows. And she's going to be at a better place in her life than her mother was. And right. then yeah. she talks about how everyone gets cold feet. It's the jitters. And mm -hmm. it's like. Just because it was true for you doesn't mean it's going to be true for everyone. Did and you get cold feet, Paul? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, you were my best man. You were there. I don't remember. I didn't, yeah, I was, feet. but not enough that I expressed it. You know oh, I mean? okay. 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 Not okay. not serious. Like, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I okay. don't know. It just doesn't seem true for every single person. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Though we'll find out here in a couple of days. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, so far, the answer to that is absolutely not. What, are you getting married or something, Ashley? I think so. Whoa. Okay. I got to check my calendar. This just in. My mine. This is probably my most minor of them. Is I there are several moments of ADR in this that where the lips don't match. Oh, I didn't notice. That. Yeah, I didn't either. There was so at the bar mitzvah. There were some kids that were saying, "Oh, pick me, Julie." Yeah, pick me. yeah, I saw and that. It wasn't matching. Yeah, the I did kids. notice that, no, but that, that I, I figured true. it's a crowd scene, so and then I was going to let it slide. Um, John Lovitz. There's there's a part where he's I forget where exactly he's talking to julian m or something that there's one part where it's just not matching that they, they the sound sounds fine just the sound matches the quality of wherever they record live but it doesn't it it's doesn't not fit. it's not going well, to i'll lips. tell you what mm -hmm. i think it's worth having him say a better line yes yeah absolutely yeah yeah but it is frustrating to to see those yeah. you never moments. want those things to be out of sync exactly right. exactly what is this what? 
Godzilla. Um, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. So, <laughs> so that's I was gonna say subbed. Oh my gosh. So that's Dubbed. one of my dislikes. Let's go back to Ashley. What's something else you didn't like? Okay. Something else I didn't like had to do with another side character. Glenn. No. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get to that later. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get to that later. Ram. But, oh, wow. yeah, foreshadowing. But, yes, foreshadowing. Because I gotta I gotta create the story first. It's building momentum. Yes. Get, getting some traction here. But my second thing that I didn't like was I felt like it was unnecessary for the character of Linda, uh oh. Robbie Hart's fiance, oh, who yes. left him at the altar to actually come back. Yeah. Because somehow she's suddenly okay with the fact that he's just a wedding singer yeah. and i feel like if you have to add the word just mm -hmm. you're you're coming to this realization that you're probably not going to find anyone better right and you're like well i made a mistake i gotta come back but she was doing it for all the wrong reasons yeah, yeah. and with her having that evening with robbie and the drew barrymore character finding him it was just creating conflict for conflict's sake i don't really sure. feel like it needed to happen because there was enough well, conflict none of it needed to happen i, I know but how did they make this movie having yeah. having this scene there like there's enough conflict with the character of glenn and the tumultuous relationship that he has with julia mm -hmm. and i know like it's the launching pad that kind of sends her off to vegas yeah i was gonna whatnot. ask how would you get to vegas it just without that? it just i just i don't feel like she needed to come back do you think well i almost yeah i agree with you then how is I, she supposed to find robbie with another woman well here's the thing i think you could have i mean it would have like reduce this movie by like a half hour, which has been probably too short, but you could have essentially launched her with Glenn to Vegas after he comes back from the bank and, you know, he, she says, you a-hole mm -hmm. and throws and the, throws it and she could have just paperwork. been done and yeah. wanted to go with Glenn then. Yeah. yeah. But there's this back and forth, back and forth yeah. where they had to oh, really solidify their feelings, even though they couldn't express it, their unrequired love. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like that that would have probably been a better place because then it just feels like this ping pong that is just the taking up time. The problem is, is that she gets upset for nothing because he's absolutely right. <laughs> Wait, he's absolutely right about what? That she is marrying at least what he's been told. He's just repeating what somebody said. Yeah, it was yes. her cousin Holly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that said it exactly. So, yeah. What's what's the big deal? No, you know, I'm just like, saying that that would have been a good launching point to Vegas. No, but why? As opposed I, to, no, it isn't because she shouldn't have got upset Be at, at him for trying to, like, get out of his sister's and brother's at basement. basement. Yeah, yeah. well, because I th talk about being creating he, conflict for conflict's he, sake. That yeah. uh, that goes in line in my head with that. I, I see what you're saying with that. So I, how can you be so selfish? I imagine. So here's here's where I'm speculating. Oh, does this need to... I, she's already gone on to say it's gone too long, and we're here we are making it longer. Okay, go for it. I, I want to hear your twist on how, yeah. you, would, how yeah. you would make this better. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this is much better. Well, I have a microphone. <laughs> 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 I do. You guys we do too. all but have yes, microphones. So here's how I see uh, her interpreting... All of that and Robbie's... Or their, that sort of spat that they have before he... she throws up the music sheets <laughs> that says written, oh, by, that kind. written by Robbie Hart. Yeah. Music and lyrics yeah, by that's Robbie Hart. So I think given their budding relationship, their friendship, like you were talking to Ashley, I think she gets, oh, well, I think they've had this conversation over the ice cream that he just wants to really like sing, write songs that he thinks that's like one of the most beautiful things to do. Am I remembering that right? That that, that happened that before? Seems I guess that makes reasonable. sense. That's why she would get uh, that present. Yeah, for yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 
And she she does the line about how she just envisions it's someone that she can grow old with. Yeah, yeah. So I think she's for him to all of a sudden do this 180. He's becoming someone that she knows him not to be, and so she's calling that out. And that and so since she's getting pushback, that's why they they have this conflict. So it needs to be rewritten better. Yeah, and he's oh, okay. better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I yeah. can go with that. Yeah. In fact, hire me. To script after that part, the story. Carrie Fisher can do the uh, Julia character. I'll do the overall story. It'll be great. Oh, well, you so should title it Francisco's Fabulous Fan Fiction. It's fabulous. <laughs> right on the business card like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's the thing I, something else I, that's not something else I didn't like. That's something else you didn't like, Ashley, right? What about what? You didn't like that there was this. Conflict. Uh, conflict for conflict's sake. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It just felt unnecessary bringing Contrived. this character. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she had her point in the moment, and and yeah. I thought like it was perfect in the beginning. I I woke up one morning and I was realized I was marrying a wedding singer, and she she like came to this realization that the the version of Robbie that she was in love with mm -hmm. was the Robbie from the past when he yeah. was going down this different path. And she, she came to this realization that she, she didn't love him anymore. Mm -hmm. It could have been brought to my attention yesterday. Exactly. And yeah, her coming back is just like, I guess she, she ran out of options and she yeah, doesn't feel like she can do better. Like, exactly. And it's just, it's just kind of a shallow mm -hmm. plot hole. I don't Absolutely. really care for it. It's essentially saying, I'm selling for you. I'm just selling yeah. for you. So well, that's me. why he says, no. Yeah, exactly. It's, Which I'm glad. I'm glad he Someone does who's so desperate and lonely, I was shocked that he would yeah. reject it. But that's a good point. That, that helps sell that, that he needs to reject it. Yeah. Exactly. So. Though, speaking of conflict, that sort of leads me into something else I didn't like. Which is, okay, this old guy that's in the bar. This oh, is yeah. after uh, Robbie comes back from seeing Julia. Yes. Really happy. I yeah. used to be much stronger. You need a prostitute. Um, yeah. Okay. So that part, you need, I used to be much stronger. I was like, Robbie's telling Glenn, okay, okay, I beat, uh, I beat the crap out of this one kid in school, and now I'm going to beat the crap out of you. I wanted to see that fight. I want to see this old guy punch Glenn for nothing, and then yeah, say, oh, I used to be stronger, and then well, Glenn tried, and, decks and, him. Yeah, I was about to say, Glenn knocks him down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if Robbie had gotten like the first punch, I feel like it would have gone better because that's a sucker no, punch. Robbie bigger, wasn't paying attention. Glenn is a no, he's bigger, he's bulkier a bigger, guy. bulkier guy. I mean, yeah, he's channeling Don Scrappy. No, this this isn't Back to the Future as much as as um, Tom. Oh, what's his name? Sorry, Tom Wilson. Thomas Wilson. Tom, Tom, yeah. It would have been, I think, yeah, would have been another Biff. great character to act oh, as play this role. As oh, Glenn. that would have been. I think he would have had to shred a little, get a little shredded because. Either way, but he's not going to be knocked out in one punch. Yeah, no, all right, no. that's fair. All right, okay. That, but I just, I would have rather seen that fight and see Glenn just authentically beat him. I guess you could have gotten at the same point. I just don't like that this old guy got in the way. Yeah, and it was, it kind of felt uh, cheap. Didn't, yeah. didn't it it's feel a just a little joke. bit cheap yeah. because yeah, yeah. he's like, sorry, I used to be much stronger. Yeah. And then Glenn's able to get the upper hand. Exactly. Because Robbie wasn't able to land the first punch. Exactly. exactly. And then he makes fun of him and he makes this like, little dance this song. little dance and this yeah. fake song title. And then the old guy's like, I think it'd be a country song. Yeah. Yeah. And those, those, that, those I scenes. I think that, that old guy, every joke is, lame what like, it, 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 yeah is there so i haven't seen blended is there an old guy in blended too no but there remember. is a terry cruz 
Oh, okay. Well, I like Jackers, oh, but, but he, yeah. is he not that good in Blooded? I didn't like him in there. He's uh, a little too over the top. He is a little over the top. Well, what was over the top for you in this film, Paul? Well, going back to this line. Well, I have a microphone, oh. and you don't. So you will listen to every... No, we could just cut you off. And because we all have mics, and we all know that, you know, as a master interrupter, you can cut off anybody with a mic yes. you know this sir you're running yes. the soundboard indeed i do if, especially if you hire a wedding singer where's the security where's this interruption by him going yeah. adam's yes adam sandler's character like you said he's going through the character wise he's going through mm -hmm. a, a a tough time and yes. he's his character would do this, mm -hmm. but for the family, everyone in that reception to put up with it for that long, mm -hmm. and, yeah, to, and, and it just goes on way too long. It's just totally unbelievable to me. It just yeah. goes on and on, and it it does not make any sense to me as far as this film is concerned. Okay, you had a lot. You had several save the cat moments where Billy saves the uh, the the drunken. Uh, best man, yeah, and then the, yeah, the boy yeah. barfing. You mean yeah. Robbie, not Billy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Billy Madison. Um, but then then you have him to go, like, destroy the cat with the, these uh, gigs afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you were rooting for the guy, now you're kind of like, you know, he isn't all that great. Maybe she deserves somebody better. At least yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. So I think it just goes on way too, too long of a okay. scene. Yeah. Did you feel like it went on too long, Ashley? It did go on a little bit too long because after a depressing version of Holiday yeah. and then going into Love Stinks. Yeah, right and, there should have been cut off. Yeah, yeah. he, he should have. And then the fact that it just got blown up over the time and and there's like police there and everyone left and Julia comes back and she's like, just a couple wedding guests who are being interviewed by the police. And it's just like, okay. I thought so that was funny. But... That escalated quickly. Yeah. But at the same time... It shouldn't have gotten to that point. And yes. I, I agree with you. It wasn't all that believable because, yeah, after someone's singing Holiday like that, it's like, we're paying this guy to be Yeah, exactly. I'm like, can I get my money back? Absolutely, yeah. I, I would only want my money back, too. Uh, in fact, maybe there's a reason we would have loved to have our money back from watching this movie, whether we bought it, rented it, or saw it in the theater. Let's get into our tragic makers for The Wedding Singer, what we hid the most. And for me, it's that it actually... So it's related to that old guy scene, but I feel like the movie sort of really slows down when we get to that bar. Um, and I think this goes to the whole conflict for conflict's sake. You have this back and forth between Robbie wants to be with Julia. Then he feels like he, she doesn't want to be with him. Then Julia wants to be with Robbie, but then he she finds Linda. That sounds and, like a rom-com. That's how you say uh, well, it. Yeah. I, but I, I feel like there's so much comedy in their sort of budding romance and their friendship that you could just you could just have more of that and I so feel like no conflict fun. yeah yeah oh, that's yeah. interesting it'd be nice <laughs> you know what i agree with you in theory but for some reason it doesn't work it doesn't test well yeah i can yeah. see that because people like drama and, right yeah if things are too say, easy, there's no story boy yeah. meets girl they fall in love the end i just but I love the wholesome, beautiful story. I like do that. too. I would love to see it done well. But yeah, but so far they haven't been able to do that in any kind of medium. I would yeah. love to see that though. Well, yeah. yeah, I feel like movies like the. I was about to say they do have um, a, a, a category for that. It's called slow and boring. Oh my gosh! Ah darn. Well, I feel, here's the thing. I think that movies can do it. Well, I was going to say Family Man does it in a way, but that's 
But that's more of a drama and less of a rom-com. Yeah. So. so maybe I should be watching dramas instead of rom-coms I mean, to get what I want. then there's conflict. There is conflict, but it's want. a different kind it's of a conflict. Di- but it's a different kind of conflict. It's, not, it's like... not conflict for conflict's sake. It makes sense. Sometimes. Oh, the rom-com conflict. Yeah, the rom-com conflicts are more. contrived and oh, they yeah. don't so always. That's, maybe that's your tragic maker is that these conflicts don't make sense. Maybe, yeah. Okay. Maybe. Um. Okay. Was that. Your tragic maker then, Ashley? No, that, no, oh. well, no. That was your tragic maker. No, it wasn't. No. It was your tragic maker. No, it wasn't mine. It was my tragic maker. <laughs> Where, who were we on? Who, who did on that first? belong to? That was mine, actually. I didn't like that the movie slowed down there. Oh, because yes. so be- With the bar. With the bar. Yeah. Because this whole just back and forth conflict, I feel like it's just like, okay, let's just get on with to the Vegas, to the flight and him like waiting her over in, in, on the flight to Vegas, which is so great. I love that as a climax for this film. But I just wish it got there faster. Mm-hmm. So now that we've such a trash you want maker, half hour no episode with no conflict. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I realize there has to be some conflict, and you established conflict with Glenn liking other women. Oh, the and triangle. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. So you but, want a triangle? When no, did this I happen? don't. I don't want. I want that as a wave showing, oh, yeah, it makes more sense for Robbie and Julia to be oh, together. Oh, I see. I like see. It's the breaking up of a triangle. I guess, but it's not really a... No, no, it's no. Not it's not the classic not a, triangle yeah, where, like, yeah. if Glenn was a good guy... Then it would be. And just had, yeah. was, like, it's nerdy like or something Archie else. with Betty and Veronica trying yeah. to choose between the two. I, I never don't watch Jughead, but oh. yes. <laughs> At least you know who Jughead is, and it belongs to Archie and big Betty. poster behind yeah. you. I mean, oh, didn't, yeah. didn't all those guys date each of the girls? Like, Archie dated both Betty and Veronica, exactly. and Jughead was just around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. Eating burgers and yeah, such. Yeah, he loves burgers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that he silly hat. Burgers. And the other guy ate tacos? Yeah? I don't Maybe. know. Regardless, that was my tragic maker let's get on to one of your guys's let's go with ashley what did you hate most okay the the thing that i hated most i have always hated this Ooh. i have always hated the character of glenn he is just so one note i stereo- did this coming i'm sorry to all listeners named glenn right now <laughs> yeah apologies in advance if your name is glenn but this character for me was just unlikable. They were a one note villain with no real development to his character. Oh, and he got worse and worse. He just got worse. <laughs> yeah, he did he get did. worse and worse. But for me, his setup, it wasn't believable that there was any reason why he would have been with Julia because yeah, that was really that. hard. Such a wonderful character as her being yeah. with this man. And it's like, yes, they've been together and he makes a comment of 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 knowing that he could trust her because she was with him before he got his money. But there was nothing that he did that made, made it believable that they would be together. Yeah. So the fact that That all happened in the, the prequel. Yeah, I know, but there was no, there wasn't enough setup wedding, the, the engagement singer. Yeah, and the fact <laughs> the fact that the character of Julia was engaged to him for two yeah. years, they oh, hadn't yeah. set a date. He was just kind of stringing her along, and then Again, he makes all these apologies to all listeners who've been married for more than or been engaged, engaged for more than for, two yeah. years. But Why it's, are a, we it's a different context here because oh, he's, okay. he's just stringing her along because yeah, he doesn't exactly. want her to see, know. I there see. may be okay. reasons um, and that you, are you can you can tell that he he cares about her, but he cares more about his flings and keeping his life the way that he likes it and because he's such a jerk and the relationship isn't believable it makes it a little too easy to empathize with the robbie hart character and you just you just root for him that much more yeah and it doesn't feel like 
it's a match between the two because yeah, you can see triangle. yeah you can see from a million miles away that robbie's gonna get the girl in the end and yeah, yes there's conflict but glenn doesn't feel like a formidable foe he's just a jerk yeah he's just a jerk with money who likes to womanize and punch people in the face sounds like a formidable foe to me and <laughs> i i don't know no just, one punches like eston no one sings like eston but at least no in beauty and the beast on guess, wall street like <laughs> i was gonna say at least in beauty and the beast i like eston he's a lovable jerk glenn is just a jerk what no, no glenn he's is got very those lovable dimples, though. yeah he's got those dimples and, and, and the, the miami that, vice shirt yeah, yeah. And the half-shaven beard like yeah I, I can't yeah. the fact that his last name is gulia and he would make julia gulia that's yeah. just a disgrace well i can't with him again apologies to all listeners with the last name gulia is that really a really last name i feel like that's that it, it could potentially be but apologies if that is your last like name. like cronenberg that's not a real last name hey <laughs> you watch it i'm totally kidding um okay but then that leaves paul what is your tragic maker is it glenn is it the slowness is it not white text on black apologies background? to all listeners who agreed with ashley as her classic maker that this was a wholesome oh. get together between oh, these two dude. characters there's, i feel like there's a lot of conflict at this table because i like glenn a- ashley doesn't ashley likes the wholesomeness you don't okay tell me more paul because i find this especially a lot of the humor is just unnecessarily raunchy to me it, and it puts it down a level for okay. example, mm-hmm. maybe the biggest one is like both him and her at the bar mitzvah are encouraging the it's the hands on the butts. And the, he says, yeah, just go for it. And it, it's like, go with it, go, go with, with it. it. And like, no, this is this is it's the 80s, man. It's well, it's the age. You have these like little girls on Adam Sandler's grown man's butt. It's just like yeah, that that and, that, and that it's was teaching a bit of a it's teaching these young men growing into young men that it's okay to grab women by their rear, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and so that's just one scene, and there's yeah. there's a couple other scenes like I don't know what this the old the old woman talking about young sexual stuff, and then you yeah, have young that was weird young yeah, her, kids talking her history. like. It's like swearing like old men kind of thing. Yeah. So this is not as quote unquote wholesome as a movie that I think it could have been. And I think it's worse off for it. Would you say, Ashley, you're talking more to the romance side of it? And I'm not talking about the overall wholesomeness of the movie. I was talking about the wholesomeness of their love story and the development of their romance. As opposed to to the movie as a whole. whole. Because, yes, this is a rom-com. It's set in the 80s. There's characters that are are set to be raunchy. You think of his friend Sammy, the limo driver. Yes. Now, I can understand if you have one character. Okay, that's that's his note. He's a raunchy character. That's fine. He's not a little kid. He's not an old man. You know what I mean? There's there's some... I feel more on the inappropriate. He side feels like stuff. a real character. Yeah, because he feels he is like a, yeah, like because that, he is yeah. that because yes. he idolizes Fonzie and Vinny Vinny Barbarino. Barbarino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm talking to like my. It has nothing to do with the wholesomeness of the movie. It's just those two characters and their mm. as their love story unfolds. Yeah, and that's what I was pertaining to. Oh, I thought you were saying that they were wholesome in their pursuit. No, of each other. no, no. It's well, just. Why weren't they wholesome in person? Well, they like they did. Okay, they didn't sleep with each other. Yeah. That if that's what you're going for. But I was like, well, encouraging other people to grab each other's butts. Yeah, that's, that's definitely that's not about each other. That's not about each other. Well, they did it together. 
Okay, so you're they're by and Clyde then, Paul. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're on a rampage. Watch out, folks. <laughs> yeah. Watch your butts. Yeah. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Hold on to that. So I should have that. Hold on to your butts. Anyway, so that's anyway. my tragic. I think this movie is is worse off for it because of the the raunchy humor that's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I can okay. get that. Yeah, and I I was gonna say. Oh, this is what I was going to ask you. Would you say it was raunchier than Fifty First Dates, though? No, I think it gets more and more raunchy as the yeah. time progresses. From what in I've the seen. movie, no, in, no, no, in, in the Adam Sandler, the Drew Barrymore yes. movies. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So you'd say this was less raunchy than yeah. Fifty First Dates. Yeah, yeah. I would, and, I would agree. Yeah, but and as you sure. go go down into the their their tr- trilogy of films, it just gets worse and worse. Yeah, and worse. in every aspect, and their and their <laughs> characters that they play get worse and worse. And yeah. Worse. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you'd want to do that. Don't mess with a good thing. I get, yeah, exactly, exactly. But all right, guys. Well, now that we've entered all our trajectories into the firing computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Maybe. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. All right, let's rate those salvo authorities. I mean, with we rate those with salvo authority. How does that work? Anyway, I don't know. Salvo. Yes, authority. At the ready. Whatever you uh, say, Alice. Captain. <laughs> Why? What's the deal, Alice? Is it at the ready? Is it authority? Because you sound. Anyway, at we'll discuss ready. this later. At the ready. Anyway, now the uh, now it's time for the moment of truth. Do we rate the Wayne Singer a classic? We'd recommend anyone go see this film, whether or not they've seen it before. A nostalgic. It's only worth seeing again if you have seen it before, but if you've never seen it before. Just leave it alone. Go watch something else. Maybe blend it. Uh, or is it a tragic? We'd recommend no one go see this. If you've never seen it before, keep it that way. And if you have seen it before, don't sully any good memories you have of it with a rewatch. Let's begin with our guest, Ashley. What is your final reign of the Wayne Singer? Having come from a prediction of classic, what did it end up being? It's still a classic for me. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Really? Absolutely. Even though Glenn's horrible. Glenn is horrible, but the character... contrived conflicts. And and contrived conflicts, but despite all the things that I didn't like and the things I absolutely despise, there's still more that I enjoy. And honestly, the relationship between Robbie and Julia is just one of the sweetest, sincerest rom-com couples that I think I've seen. And Mm -hmm, honestly, mm -hmm. go, go Google it. They're on top tops of lists as the most wholesome rom-com couple of the 90s 80s. but they were in the 80s i know they were in the 80s but the <laughs> movies of the 90s it gets confusing yes, yes. but they're just so sweet and cute Absolutely. that i can't help but just smile when i see them together especially towards the end when he sings that song for her mm-hmm. and they have the wedding scene spoiler alert for a movie if you've never seen it but it's just so sweet it it is a classic. But she's actually sung by Steve Buscemi. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it that was Steve Buscemi. Um, awesome. So classic for Ashley. Paul, how about yourself? You had predicted classic as well. I predicted classic in this viewing. It it came down for me. Mm. I didn't enjoy it as, as much. It had been a while. And mm-hmm. it's because of all the, you know, the negative things that I said. Yeah. But on the average, would I recommend to anyone just out there? Yeah. But I would also, it's, it's not one of these that you'd have to like run out and watch it. But... And also walk hit, out and watch it. Yeah. yeah. Or if and if you don't like the 80s or the 80s music, don't don't watch this. That's a good point. You know? Yeah. Because there's a lot of just I feel like it really leans into that. A yeah. Lot. And so, it does it well for yeah. if you yeah. like the 80s. It exactly. does it well. If you don't, then just a heads up. But generally, I recommend generally to the general audience. Classic. Yeah. 
All right, nice. classic. Watch it on a rainy day if it's free on streaming. There you go. <laughs> and for me, it's the same, guys. I, I felt a lot of uh, just this like made me cheer up a lot. It made me laugh. I just really enjoyed it. So it continues to be a classic for me as well. Uh, so according to the Retro Rewind podcast, we rate The Wayne Singer a unanimous classic film. Wow. Uh, whether not it has been whether the whole moving to four guests thing is really throwing us off but i think that's a good call but we're back to our our roots here with three so uh, with three classics uh the retro rewind podcast rates the wedding singer a unanimous classic film we recommend anyone go out and see this whether or not you've seen it before but now it's time to get to get back to our own time good old 20xx Online. Receiving 20XX! <laughs> Sorry, Alice. I, oh, my. He, so, he, I'm still waiting for her to get me back on uh, back to me on the authority thing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you're just perplexed by that still. Yes. Uh, sorry. Wow. Well, it feels good to be back, perplexed or not. And we wouldn't have been able to travel back to 1998 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, namely... Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brand Keane, Patrick Hicks, Chris Cowan, Geek Devotions, Lone Toll Podcast, James Caniston, Drew of the Cellcash, Ashley Cronenberg. Oh, you're right here. Ah. Pastor Deucin, Kenneth Inn, Redeemed Otaku, That's Our Baba, Josh Ams, D. Tungsten, Andy Lewis, Jeff, The Dapper Man Reviews, Tony from the Retro Days, Mr. Lost, Daryl Hafner, Rosie, in addition to seven other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to keep, help keep us flying for as low as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to start. This stream is sponsored by PaulJPowers.com. And while we're thanking people, we also want to give a big 80s hug to Ashley Cronbitter and for supporting us with her thoughts on The Wedding Singer tonight. Ashley, where can people find you online? Or is there anything cool you got going on? Well, there is going to be a name change coming that I need to speak of. So I have always said that you can find me. (laughs) Crap bag banana hammock. (laughs) No, Princess Consuela banana hammock. Oh, of course. Yes, Princess Consuela. But no, um, in all seriousness, for the longest time, I have been known as APK1186. That's right. You're not going to be able to find me there anymore. So are you going into hiding? Not going witness into protection. hiding and not not going into witness protection. Um, something's happening, so just stay tuned, and you'll find me in the future. But you won't find me at APK, and I might not even have the same last name. Wow, that's weird. Changes, I think, changes. I think you have to go to like to the government to do that. Yeah, and it happens to be because of somebody else. Huh, it's not just it's not Uncle just me. No, nope, <laughs> no, nope, not Uncle Sam and oh. not just me. I mean, we've been talking oh, about the wedding. We've been oh, talking about the wedding singer and yes, yeah. there is a wedding. Oh, I thought there's a singer this whole time. I mean, I, up to a I am a singer, yeah. but I will be having a wedding. Oh, oh, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. I bet congratulations to the lucky man. Yeah, I bet he's super uh, just handsome and smart and strong and just 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 does an amazing job in all aspects of life. I think he's just a really, really awesome dude. Yeah, and you can find me, PaulJPowers.com <laughs> at PaulJPowers.com. 
Uh, thank you again so much, Ashley. Thank you all thank for having you. me back. Of course. Yeah. Thank you to my awesome friend, Hope Paul. Hope find you in the future. Indeed. You mean the past. Exactly. Uh, and thank you all, you reminders. New <laughs> I was or thinking old. that joke doesn't work, but it does. <laughs> yeah. We travel back in the exactly. past. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, for an, and... Thank you all for another fun voyage. <laughs> Again, you're welcome. PaulJPowers.com. <laughs> and you can find me on our Discord uh, for show announcements or just to say hi. Join us there at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Discord. This podcast is a proud member of CultureBox, a curated collection of podcasts, videos, and articles that will provide you a balanced meal of content. You'll find culture celebrated for its past and future, satirized for its extremes, explored in study, and created anew in story. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. Thank you, floating disembodied head. We are now part of the Culture Box Media Network. Find all the shows unpacking truth through story, comedy, and geekery at culturebox.media. And with that, Captain, we're on final approach to... A wedding in the future? What? Also, that flowing head has a name. Well, yeah, but he didn't say. Culture is his name culturebox.media? Like my name Whoa, is PaulJPowers.com. <laughs> <laughs> all these secrets and more will be revealed in the future. But thank you so much, Exo. And thank you all for listening. We pray you are more joyful today than when you first hit play. But like a Pokemon, we gotta catch you all for Quiggly Down Under. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Our next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. That's not in life. That's in life. Wait, that's the second movie, right? Or is that the first? I don't know, actually. I think that's the first. I've seen it once. I think that's the first movie. That's not that. Maybe we should review that movie first. No. Before Quigley goes no. down. No. No. No? They're not connected with each other at all. You sure? Yes, I'm sure. Oh, well. Let's let's see what the old lady has to say. What do you have to say? I say Another one bites the dust. That's what I thought. I thought that's what it was. I'm no. like, what are you singing, lady? <laughs>